0: Mikey and Rin stay in. Oh, yeah. Ready.
1: Hi, guys. Welcome to Mikey and Rin Stay In. I'm Mikey.
0: And I'm Rin.
1: We get to drink today. What? It's episode 21. Happy 21st, baby. (laughs) Wow. I was. I see where you were
0: going. I was not coming with you. but oh, you were not. Here yeah. I am.
1: <laughs> I just decided it was a last minute train leaving the station situation. I was like twenty one, what's twenty one? Oh, man. Yeah, pretty good. Midori sours.
0: Ooh, that Ooh. is what you used to drink, huh.
1: I feel like that's the like that was the drink that I was like, that's what people drink because I saw it in a movie or something. I was like, midori sour, which is like, oh hyper green looks like toxic. It is toxic. Like green melon. It's like a melon liqueur. Yeah, maybe. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how you doing?
0: I am doing pretty well. Okay. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm I'm coming to the end of a uh, busy day. Yeah. And I'm a little tired.
0: Totally. <laughs>
1: but I'm um, I'm good. I'm just you know we're we talked last week that we went and saw infertility specialists. Yes. Um. We're kind of in baby making world. I think like we've been just like doing a great job. Mm,
0: mm -hmm.
1: Doing our damnedest. That's right. Practicing hard. (laughs) Um, And it's been, um, I don't know, we got like changing of the seasons happening right now. It feels like, I must say this time of the year, like the fall feels like a very family time. Mm, Yeah. And neither of us are really around our families. Mm -hmm. We just watched a video 700 times maybe.
0: At least, at the very least,
1: of our nephew saying his first word, like besides mama and dada,
0: which was shoes.
1: So he said shoe. Well, he was he supposed to trying to say shoe? But he said shoes. He
0: put the he he did the double s. He's like he he's like such an achiever.
1: He's a, yeah, he's a genius. <laughs> MacArthur Genius Award happens at eighteen months, right? They give it to them. Sure, okay, yeah. Cool. So yeah. he's. He's on track. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. So and and then I just always like it's Halloween and it's all the things and it's like I don't know. So I must I must say I've been feeling like all right, ready to have a baby. Yeah, let's just do that. Yeah, and um, I hope you're pregnant. I hope that we can do that.
0: Yeah, I. I have
1: this weird energetic feeling that I think you're pregnant. Really, I do.
0: What do you think that is?
1: Um. I'm psychic.
0: Daddy intuition.
1: It's my guiding intuition?
0: No, I said daddy intuition. Oh, daddy intuition. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it feels like you might be. Hmm. Um, The last time you got pregnant, we were in Hawaii. And, you know, we were in like super chilling, beach mode, whatever. Totally. And this last round of when you were ovulating, we just like, I don't know. We went on like this really nice staycation sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And we... I don't know. We just kind of like kept it really mellow. Yeah, and I
0: think really intentionally. Yeah. Tried to to mellow ourselves, which mm-hmm. is no small feat. Totally, for the two of us,
1: and it just felt. I don't know. It felt like it worked. All right. Not a doctor. I like it. Yeah. I
0: like your positivity. Me too. Um. So, you know, this this month is. Um, you know, you sort of talked about this month feeling like you want to be around family and it's a change of seasons. It's also uh, pregnancy and infant loss awareness month.
1: Which well, I was not aware of at all.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, it was actually Crystal who, um, I think it was an Instagram post that Crystal did. Mm. So we interviewed this really incredible woman, Crystal It's actually two episodes, so if you haven't listened, maybe pause this one and go just just binge it. Just just do
1: great interview.
0: Two the two of hers and then this one, Um, but she to all twenty. Yeah, this one definitely. Yeah, but she does. um, She she works with a fair amount of uh, sort of pregnancy loss within her work. Mm, Yeah. And um, and it just so happens that today, October 15th, when we're recording, is Pregnancy and Infant Loss Remembrance Day. So within that month. Um, and so for those of you listening with your eyes, Mikey and I have a candle lit and we have a little paper crane that um, one of my friends, Ashley, gave me after the miscarriage just as a, a little token. And um, I just think it's so special. And so, um, we're gonna the show might be a little different today, maybe. Yeah. Um, just because I think I'm we're gonna stick to that theme. Yeah, I think we're really gonna focus on that today. Um, we really wanna make this a platform for, you know, women to be able to share experiences in their reproductive health lives. And for a lot of women that means um pregnancy loss and um and also infant loss. Um and so, yeah, we want to give a nod to that today and just create some space. And, um, and yeah, we don't often do thematic episodes, but this is one of them.
1: I know. We <laughs> should. Yeah. And I just, I think it's when you were, so we talked about just briefly about the fact that this month is what it is. Yeah. And it was President Reagan.
0: Yeah, was President it? Reagan was the one that instituted it in nineteen eighty eight.
1: And do you know what did Nancy have?
0: I don't know. I don't know the backstory really to it. Either. Um I haven't done any research on that, but okay. um yeah, what a compassionate <laughs> <laughs> yeah. thing to institute. Not sure. that he wasn't a compassionate person, but it's it it was just um yeah. it's an interesting president. I right. feel like to
1: have well yeah, you know, and God he. You put him against the like current president or the oh, current wow. field yeah, of Republicans. Oh Yeah, seems like Gandhi. Yeah, he's like <laughs> he's a liberal. Um, yeah, I know. And it's, I mean, this is the thing: is that you know, miscarriage and the loss of a baby and um, troubles with pregnancy knows no party, knows no race. Yeah, I mean, it's it's across right, the board. Right, I mean, it's right. across the world. And it's, you know, I I just think that over and over again, I'm reminded by the fact that it's so common that Mm. um, everybody knows someone who's had a miscarriage or everybody knows someone who has had a miscarriage and they don't know that they had a miscarriage or they didn't tell anyone they had a miscarriage. I
0: think that's the bigger piece too, is that you, even if you don't think you do, you probably do. Yeah. Um,
1: And uh, there's also a lot of pregnancies that go on or miscarriages that go unreported because Someone didn't know they were pregnant. Right. I thought it was right. a heavy period, whatever it might be. Sure. Um, but I just think you know, if nothing else comes from this show, just at least the scope of people that listen to the show to make it understood that it's this is an okay thing to talk about. and right. obviously, I'm a man speaking from a male perspective. like you know, I don't truly know the personal and physical trauma that goes around goes through or goes along with having a miscarriage. You know, but men. I, I can speak for us like this is something that we should be talking about mm-hmm. and talking about the fact that it's painful and mm-hmm. talking about the fact that, um, you know, that it's something that we've gone through as well and that it's sad. Sure. um, And also that it's an OK thing for women to talk about and that sure. it's not a failure and that it's common and it's something that we all should be supporting each other more on. Um, and I think that there's. I don't know. There's a lot of stigma around it. There's also just, it's scary and it's sad. And it's, these are things that, I'm, you know, I think a lot of people just don't like to talk about. Mm. And so I hope that our show kind of opens up the conversation and it already has. I mean, we've already yeah talked with people that I don't think we would have otherwise about it.
0: Yeah. Well, and I, you know, last week we had the amazing, incredible, fantastic Sasha and, uh, she shared her experience with miscarriage and I think that that's another important piece is that there's no right way to have a miscarriage right yeah that that for some people uh the loss is so deep and um so traumatic and then for other people it might be frankly a relief Right. Right. Yeah. Sure. Um and so I I think that to really honor the the spectrum of emotion that comes with a loss like that yeah. is, is really important um to note and to highlight. And if somebody does share with you that they have a miscarriage to really just be able to hold space for whatever their experience of that mm-hmm. miscarriage is. Yeah. Right?
1: Totally. Um Oh, no, that's wonderful. Well, babe, yeah. you had some, some food in front of us, which yes. I don't really know. I mean, I know what it is generally, but I don't know what it is specifically. Why don't you tell us?
0: Well, first of all, it's a really poorly cut squash.
1: It is. <laughs> it looks like a,
0: I don't know, like a fucking Matisse painting or something. It's something,
1: yeah. Or Picasso, perhaps. <laughs> or Picasso. It's, yeah, it's there it is, yeah. a lot yeah. of shapes. Yeah.
0: um. So, uh, yeah, I I definitely butchered the cutting, Um, but this is a kabocha squash, which I um, very simply just roasted, and before I did, I kind of dusted it with some ghee and soy sauce and a little maple syrup and tons of ginger, because this time of year, as it starts to get a little chilly, I just want all these kind of warming spices. Yummy. And then I made a little dipper, which is just like yogurt, a little bit of mayo, and some I can't remember what I put in there. Something with chilies in it.
1: Yeah. Oh, maybe um samba olek maybe. Samba olek. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um and so mm. I like kabocha squash because it it sort of almost takes on like a french fry kind of yeah. texture. Yeah, sure, totally. It's you know, it's very pumpkiny and yeah. it's got that yummy taste, but it's it's also super starchy. Yeah. And so um yeah, for our eat your feeling snack, I was like, god, I really just want like french fries. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> but i thought let's do something that's maybe even more nourishing for the soul Mm. and squash is definitely one of those things especially as we get into fall um but how can we kind of make it like a little french fry imposter sure give it a fatty dipper and roast it within an inch of its life yeah
1: (laughs) well then the um the the like, beta carotene content is so high in mm. kabocha specifically. I mean, it's so orange and it's so mm-hmm. dense. Mm. It's just one of the richest mm. squashes, I feel like. I don't know. I really love it.
0: It's so good. It's really good as a soup.
1: Yeah. Tell me why this is good for our um, bodies and potentially our baby-making bodies.
0: Well, as we transition into fall, we may have talked a little bit about this on the show, but um, I'm really thinking about supporting my lungs And also in Chinese medicine, supporting my spleen, which doesn't have a direct correlation to the Western medicine spleen. Um, It's more like the maybe pancreas in Western medicine, but it's sort of the thing that is really responsible for a lot of our digestion. And so um, supporting the lungs because we really want to make sure that we're, you know, fending off cold and flu invasions. Yeah. And then also the spleen because that's the thing that really helps us stay not flemmy.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: Um and so squash is something that is super super nourishing and supportive to the spleen. Um, and then also using some of those more warming spices is really good. Spicy is the um, flavor that's associated with the lungs, so mm. you can support the lungs through eating particularly white and spicy foods. White. So yep. So like, like horseradish. A, a horseradish is good. Like a rutabaga, mm. a, um, turnip.
1: Yeah. Okay. So a lot of the um, mustard family stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Onions. Uh mm. stuff is it mustard like that? family? Uh that's a good question. I think I think they're related
1: to each other. I think the anyways. Okay. Maybe not.
0: Um and yeah, so you know, I think especially today as we're as we're, you know, really thinking about like tucking in and mm. and remembering our loss. Yeah. Um I thought that it might be nice to just have a food that's really rich and nourishing too.
1: That's really sweet. I mm. love that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to kind of keep things relatively thematic today. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and we always do a pro tip. So I'm a chef. And, um, you know, after Corinne had the miscarriage and we had this shitty overnight in the hospital. Um, I can't remember which one in particular, but definitely the first night that we were there. But we all we wanted to do when we heard and, you know, knew that the baby wasn't viable and... And that we were going to be coming home, and
0: which was after an ultrasound. So that's, right after that's, an ultrasound, yeah, we ended yeah. up um, in like ghost town ultrasound floor, yeah, imaging floor. Yep. And, yeah, it was the um, middle of the night. Yeah, and and uh, and the the tech couldn't find a heartbeat. Yeah, and so that's yeah, that's when we knew officially.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is, and I think you know, fairly common story. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, and he didn't tell us, you know, but it was you know, we we knew energetically what was happening yeah um and so we left and both of us were like fuck well Mm. let's go eat some waffles yes and then pizza and then (laughs) i think something else i don't even remember we had like an all-day eating experience yes and i think it was rainy it was was kind of a gross day yeah Yeah, so it just felt like it all made sense right yeah so, but one of the things I was thinking about is in order to support yourself or other people who've maybe gone through a recent loss or going through a hard time, and this can be baby related or not, but I think since it's our, our you know, the 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 theme of today, I think we'll talk about it in relation to that. But I think nourishing food, mm. great food, something delicious that people can really, you know, have and not have to think too much about. So one of my things that I love to do is make foods that can then be repurposed into the next meal very easily. So I call it longitudinal leftovers. That's great. And um, so one of the things that I think is a really awesome thing to do for someone is roast them a chicken. Mm. So roast them a chicken, crispy skin, yummy, yum, yum. Give them uh, the chicken. So um, first day they can eat the skin off the chicken because it's crispy and doesn't keep well past that. So eat the skin off the chicken, then eat some chicken. It'll be delicious, right? Then um, what might be really nice is give them some broth and maybe some noodles, maybe some vegetables. So then second day, they can make like ramen with it and put pieces of the chicken or chicken noodle soup, whichever direction they want to head with it. Mm. Um, Then they can also make that into chicken salad sandwiches. Mm. Um, You know, and just just to head on down, you know, like through a week of like eating this chicken because it's like we can hammer a chicken in the night basically, cuz we're hungry.
0: <laughs> hashtag
1: And we don't have self control. But yeah, but I love the idea of like give someone and depending on how many people are in their house a chicken or two mm-hmm. chickens or something like that. And I know, you know, it's you know, get something that that you can afford, whatever. Don't you doesn't have to go crazy with it. But and then think about maybe giving them a nice broth, some nice noodles that they can throw in with mm-hmm. it. And then, you know, and then maybe some breads they can make chicken salad chicken salad sandwiches. Um and just think about, like, how can I help this person through maybe three or four meals?
0: That's a really good idea. And and I think also, um, I was just going to add to that. Yeah. that me, Don't ask. Don't ask, like, what can I do for you? What do you need? I know.
1: I kind of agree. I agree with that. Just,
0: just leave it on their doorstep. You know what I mean? Like, don't make it about you. It doesn't have to be, oh, I want to bring you dinner and we'll come, we'll chat and what... People might not want that. They might. They might invite you in. Totally. Maybe. But I would say just you know before you go, you know, put some ice packs in a cooler yeah. and just leave it on their doorstep. Yeah. Um. And I think that that's that can be so powerful. Totally.
1: Um. Or just leave it on their door. Leave the chickens out on their doorstep uncovered. Oh. Um. And then just see how many squirrels can be on top Perfect. of it. Perfect. So that yeah. It can be loss on top of loss. You know, just they can come out and the, their chicken carcasses are being ravaged by the neighborhood squirrels.
0: And then they make squirrel
1: soup. And then they make squirrel soup. Squirrel soup, big in the South, potentially. Sure. Yeah. I think New Orleans, I think they eat squirrels.
0: Yeah, I've definitely heard it. Definitely.
1: Me too. And it's I'm probably- I'm
0: shocked that you have never eaten it, actually.
1: I'm amazed that I haven't. And, I'm, and anybody who wants to come to my house and serve me squirrel or let, invite me to your home and I'll eat squirrel, I'll be there in a second. Yeah. I'll be there in a I what it tastes like. Delicious, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, a little stringy, probably, Ooh. but oh let's it's probably ra- like, that's
0: not the word that I want.
1: It's probably like to describe ra- my meal. It's probably like rabbit. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Which if you cook it right, it'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No judgment. Eat whatever you want. Truly. True. Um The um Yeah, and I just think in this scenario, um, like when we after the the, the miscarriage, I just was like it Was like a get out, not get out of jail free card, but a free pass to do whatever the fuck we wanted. <laughs> we watched garbage television for days, and then like we, you know, I don't know about days, no, it at was least a day, a day. day. Yeah. A day. <laughs> it was a great day, though. Yeah, you know, then we just got back to business.
0: Well, and I think Eat that whatever that, you want, do what you want. That is, um, you know, that speaks to something larger, right? That we we don't. We're not allowed to slow down, right? And mm, so, yeah. you know, you have to get back to work. A lot of people have children that they have to take care of. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, so that's another thought. Like, just offer, "Can I take your kiddo or kiddos?" Yeah. So that totally. um, You can have some time, mm-hmm. whatever whatever time you need. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, looking back, I wish that I had taken more time. Maybe canceled some patients and yeah, because um, it was really particularly tricky to go back to work and see the little babes that I was working with. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah. Um, you know, I was really thinking about, cause with this season change, um, I, you know, I'm always, and I've said it a million times in the show, like how can I support myself through this seasonal transition? And, um, You know, we talked a little bit about supporting your lungs, supporting your kind of Chinese medicine spleen. And I think a really big thing that perhaps gets missed is to, um, the, the lungs in Chinese medicine are related to, so each organ system is related to different emotions and the lungs in particular, as you can probably deduce are related to sadness and or grief. Um, And why would
1: you say that? I mean, I think I know why, but why would you say that you could deduce that?
0: Well, I think because if you've ever grieved, um, maybe not everybody, but I think, you know, I've watched a fair amount of people break down and cry and feel really sad. And we have, you know, we have language for it. Even there's heaving sobs and, you know, people are out of breath crying and um, the, Sadness and grief really does hit the lungs, right? Mm. Because oftentimes, when you're sad, you cry, and you you get really mucousy <laughs> and stuffy, and it and it makes it really difficult to breathe. Um, I think that when we're um, when we're affected by sadness, we can oftentimes feel it like in our chest, yeah, maybe in our heart, but also. There's a, a, you know, big organ system there, the lungs. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, so, and and during this transition into fall, as it sort of, you know, things have been pretty dry, um, and it's cold and flu season, and so we do want to, like, support the lungs anyway. And this is more of a kind of energetic support of the lungs um, to really um maybe face some sadness or some grief mm. that that you haven't yet and this for us this is a particularly um uh unique month in that this is the month that we were going to have a baby yeah and um and so it's just freaking serendipitous that we're recording this on you know, yeah, pregnancy and infant loss remembrance day within the pregnancy and infant loss awareness month, um, and so I, I've been feeling a little, a little bit of a bubbling up um, mm. of of some sadness and some some grief, and um, I've been giving myself just a little grace and space. Yeah. To um, hmm. maybe I'm going to have a little public tear now and again, and that. I think Mikey can attest to, is certainly not um, or hasn't in the past been my style.
1: <laughs> no. um,
0: but I'm really allowing for that. Um, and not to like shove it in people's faces or make people uncomfortable, but just to just to kind of honor where I'm at. And the last piece is that in Chinese medicine, the emotions are very directly related to our physical health. So... The Chinese, I mean, we're just now <laughs> in the West <laughs> recognizing that the body is holistic, that if you're deeply sad for years and years, your physical health will probably suffer. And so um, they knew this thousands of years ago. Mm. And um, and one of the things that, that can happen with sort of depressed feelings that don't get released is it can cause physical illness. Mm. Um, and so... Yeah, I think, you know, particularly for our listeners, if they have experienced uh, a loss um, to maybe just just check in, because sometimes there's some little corners with some little cobwebs that could maybe be dusted off Mm. a bit. Um, And whatever that means for you, that might mean something really private, like a journal or talking to your best friend or just lighting a candle Mm mm-hmm um so yeah
1: or it might mean going to dance at a semi-nude club fuck yes get your groove on yes 10 martinis definitely yeah yeah go jet skiing whatever you might need wow i don't know
0: (laughs) i kind of wish that was the way i coped with grief (laughs) yeah mike going jet skiing
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I just, I think my kind of key to it all is there's no prescription, like, right? There's Absolutely. No, yep. There's no thing that works for everybody. Like, I know that I need to, like, go and get out on the mountain bike or, mm-hmm. you know, go swimming or go out for, like, you know, beers with friends and mm-hmm. just be able to be like, ugh, you mm-hmm. know, and just kind of drain a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Or just eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Sure. Eat, hang eat out with your you. your motherfucking feelings. Eat your motherfucking feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I just think do, do what you need to do. Yeah, because it's hard as shit, and it's you know there. I can't remember who said it, but there was oh it was anyways. It was from a uh, the mo- like a moth story, or whatever. But like there is no harder. There's just hard, mm. you know. And I think that when it comes to pregnancy, miscarriage, all the different stories, but there's a lot of people that try to story top and try mm-hmm. to out pain you and. I don't think it matters what you've been through comparatively to someone else. Mm-hmm. It's just if it's hard for you then it's that's then it's hard. Mm-hmm. And um and I think it's just really letting yourself be in that feeling whatever it is. If it's happy, if it's sad, if it's any of the things, I mean if it's just grief, you have to go through it or it'll manifest itself in some other way and I just think um yeah, to just really let yourself be there.
0: Yeah, and we're we're at a particular time now where there's I think just a a more of an awareness that a, these things, you know, we can speak particularly to miscarriage, but that miscarriage happens to a lot of women and that, um, and that it also happens to men (laughs) Mm. Um, or it happens to the woman's partner, whoever that is. Um, And, and that, I don't know, there's just more of a consciousness around that and I think a little more of an allowance for people to tell their stories around Uh it. Um, And I saw that in like a huge and really powerful way. Um, One of my friends, hey Jamie, she sent me this New York Times op-ed which the entire op-ed was dedicated to miscarriage and women's stories from all over the country and it wasn't just women. It was um, women's partners. It was sometimes same-sex same partners. Um, sometimes it was husbands. Sometimes it was uh, women that had had a miscarriage in the 60s. Sometimes it was women that had a miscarriage two weeks ago. And they did this whole really <sighs> beautiful um, uh, story.
1: I know. I don't even know what you would call it.
0: I don't know what to call it either.
1: Yeah. because And was it on the... Well, so we saw it on our phones, yeah, and it was this beautiful, almost like an art installation or something, totally
0: like that. Yeah, totally like, like so that. So with
1: a video, video, uh, videos of women speaking these quotations that mm-hmm. they had, mm-hmm. um, and there are quotes that they had, mm-hmm. and then like little. Blurbs of like facts or something or statements, and then it went into an article. Yes. but it was just so powerfully done. I mean, beautiful, really, really beautiful. Yeah. So it what was it looks all. Like. Did it they wasn't do it in the paper. No, it wasn't print.
0: It was just online. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, because they did so many uh, videos, and there's a bunch of photography too. So it's Lauren Kelly and Alexandra March that wrote this op-ed, and then I don't know who did the photographs, but we'll we'll link it because it hmm. is. So timely um, and just so respectful, and also, um, I think Mikey's right that it, it it does feel like an art installation. Yeah, it feels like something very beautiful.
1: We'll put it up on our Instagram feed and our Facebook feed too, because yeah. I think that that's maybe that'll be our post for today. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just, and you know, again, there's part of me that's like, if it's a third of pregnancies that end in miscarriage, you know, like.
0: They're saying 15%. Oh, they're here. saying 15%. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so I mean, the I numbers are kind of all, all over is. the place. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it's, I think maybe 30% was including perhaps unreported. Anyways, but even if it's 15%, that's a sixth, basically, of pregnancies. Right. That's a lot. And right. it's just, you know, there's articles about Mitch McConnell's fucking chin flap every <laughs> two seconds or whatever, you know, and we know all of the... I don't know. I'm just like there's articles about I'm sorry, there's a whole sports section of the fucking newspaper to talk about grown men running into each other and causing brain injury for points. So I'm sorry, but like
0: Sorry football fans. Yes, yeah,
1: sorry football fans, but like this is something we should be talking about more often. It's just
0: Yeah.
1: And yeah. I don't know. It's just like it's the it's the biggest secret secret in hidden in plain sight.
0: Right. Right,
1: you know th- this grief and sorrow that I think a lot of people have gone through, and, we're, and when I talk about this, and I think you as well, we're talking about miscarriage, we're talking about stillborn, we're talking about infertility. These are all, in my opinion, in the same category. I mean, mm. these are it's all struggles of women's health, you know, surrounding making babies and women's health issues issues in general don't get any sort of time. Yeah, they just that's right. Yeah. That's right. People are, just don't want to hear it. That's and right. I just think that what are we if we don't have women? Like, we just don't... We're not. We don't Is exist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all have mothers and some We level. aren't. Yeah. And so it's like, what more important thing could we, could we be talking about? And I don't know. I work in, in food and I work in... It's right now, I'm working for a you know, company, Milk Run, where we're supplying food from local farms. And I look at the earth and local farms and farmers and all these things, and this is just birth on another plane. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is just motherhood on another plane. And I just think that, I don't know, we as a culture, as an earth, need to start really recognizing who nurses us, who nurtures us, who births us. And understanding that we only have one planet we only at this point have one way to get babies into the world, right? Um, and yeah, she's
0: called Mother Earth for yeah, a
1: reason. For a reason. <laughs>
0: so, um, yeah this this article will for sure link to it. It's just I don't know. It's so sacred. It's so beautiful. Um, maybe I'll just read a couple of the little Definitely. quotes from it, um, just as a, a little nod to what what today is I love that. Um, maybe a couple that just really struck me. Um, so this woman is called Cindy Harkin. And uh, she said, miscarrying at nine weeks, I didn't feel entitled to the absolute devastation I felt. I was not able to attempt getting pregnant again. I didn't have the fortitude to risk that horrific pain a second time. Mm. Um, I like this Carol D woman. She seems a little sassy. I'm going to read this one next. If it were men who went through this horrible emotional trauma would insurance not cover them going to the hospital perhaps to a special ward where their hands would be held their discomfort alleviated their grief recognized and listened to. It's a good fucking point Carol. Great point. Um I wish I had prepared myself for how hard it would be to continue talking with my wife about her own pregnancy attempts immediately after I lost my pregnancy. So this is Sarah Hack, um, same-sex couple. I mean that, Mm -hmm. to think about that. Yeah, totally. Um, Hmm. As the husband of a woman who miscarried, I wish there was more information for people like me to support my child's mother. Hmm. Um, let's find one more. Yeah. Um, Emma De Jesus. She also has a a short video in here. This one is just like, uh, so raw and vivid, but, um, she said, I felt like my body was a walking tomb. Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And, you know, I think that all of those that I read, um, are, you know, really painful experiences. And, and this, this article does also talk about, um, you know, that, that it is a spectrum that there yeah. are times when women have a miscarriage and it feels like I didn't, I didn't want this pregnancy and this mm. is sort of a welcome mm-hmm. occurrence. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think to really honor that too is, is important. Yeah. Um, cause definitely we as women, there's from the time we're little tiny tykes, there's we're told that we have to be a certain way and yeah. um and I think that that miscarriage especially I don't know for me anyway it really whoo it just showed me that I'm maybe not the way <laughs> that I should mm. be um but but that it's important to explore all of those you know dark corners and also to discover that you've got some fucking fortitude and yeah. um and then you can get through some really painful shit.
1: Mm. Um, Gosh, I know that was, uh, we've talked about it a little bit before, but that's one of the things that's kind of shown through for me in this whole scenario the most is just like, what a f- fucking fierce warrior princess you are. <laughs> feels. What was her name? Zena? I know something. Yeah. No, it was Zena. You know. That's wonderful. That was yeah. really beautiful. And that, that article is really, I want to sit down and spend some time with it. Oh, we'll just get,
0: it is just, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, I don't know, It fe- sacred is like the word that I keep coming yeah, back no, to. It that. really feels so honoring and um, just it, so potent. Yeah. So I really do hope that um, you guys will check the episode notes and, uh, and read this and yeah. watch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love you
0: i really love you too
1: yeah um let's call it an and needs some pizza
0: Ooh, is that a thing
1: yeah that's <laughs> a thing. um you guys thanks for tuning in um we are st- thinking of you yeah, we love you. you
0: um even if you haven't experienced a yeah. loss um we are here with you
1: totally hashtag solidarity just, hashtag solidarity <laughs> and just think about you know, just have it in your mind, even if it's for just the time that you're listening to the show that like, this is something that a lot of people are going through and, Mm. you know, and just think about them and give them a little bit of your heart and your brain. And, um, and yeah. And just understand that it's, you know, there's this, this is a hard time of the year and this is, Mm. I'm really glad that this is a a time that people are looking out for Mm. one another. Yeah. Thanks Ronnie Reagan.
0: Yeah. Amen.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we will see you again next week. Um, I don't know if we're having an interview next week I, I
0: think remember. the following week oh yeah will yeah be we're our gonna interview.
1: be yeah we're kind of in and out of town for a little bit um but yeah we'll see you guys next week for episode 22.
0: thank you so much for listening yep. please write to us we really really want to hear from you this is what makes the show I think so special Agreed. um uh let's eat at Mikey and is totally. how you can email us.
1: Yeah, and you can also reach out to us. You can mes- uh, direct message us through Insta Please. or Twitter. Or, At um, Mikey and Rin Stayin. Yeah, get all up in those DMs. <laughs> um, okay, guys.
0: Okay.
1: I'm Mikey. I'm Rin. Tonight. Tonight. We're, we're gonna go out and eat pizza, pizza. and then we're gonna stay in. Great.